Welcome to the Hypnosis NGH podcast. This podcast series offers a fun and serious look at hypnosis and offers various ideas, discuss case studies, along with NGH educational opportunities. Hello, this is Jeremy from the NGH headquarters. Um, we are doing our NGH podcast, and our featured guest today is Carol Deneker. Good morning, Carol. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing real well. Thank you. Happy to Excellent. be here. Excellent. <laughs> so you and I have known each other for many years now. You've been a faculty member at our NGH conventions. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about how... How you got started in the profession and, and what piqued your interest in, in the uh, profession of hypnotism? Well, I can't remember a time that I wasn't interested in hypnosis and, you know, many forms of natural healing. And uh, I had, wasn't so easy to find the training before the internet, uh, I'm, you know, because I took this training 30 years ago. So sure. it's. So um, I, I, you know, so that was a factor. And uh, I had seen um, here and there various um, ads for training, but I, I, I didn't trust them. And then uh, I found one uh, instructor that um, was doing the NGH certification. And I learned about, you know, the difference and why that was the one to take, you know. So um, I was so happy that I did find that naturally because I don't think I would have fared as well uh, any other way. But um, what allowed me to finally go ahead and, and, and take the training was I had a, uh, a very sick brother-in-law. My brother-in-law was um, very, very uh, ill. He was dying and, uh, from cancer, and they really were not managing his pain well. He was in a lot of pain. So I took the training, and I really was helpful to him. Uh, and that was that was my start. And then, you know, once once you've done that, you want to see how else you can help people. I thought for a while I would keep my job. I was a graphic designer and, you know, uh, do hypnosis on the weekends or on the side or whatever. And that quickly, you know, uh, you know, got I got so busy and I thought, let me just do what I love. So I I jumped in head first. And that's what I advise all of my students to do. Do it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So you started your own practice. Um, tell us a little bit more about your practice. The, the North Shore, mm -hmm. is the North Shore Hypnosis Center, is that? Yeah, North Shore Hypnosis is the, the private hypnosis practice. And New York Hypnosis Training Center is the, the, the licensed school that I have. So, yeah, in 93, I, I established North Shore Hypnosis. And, uh, uh, you know, I was, again, I, I tell my students that, you know, you, you all get started so much faster than I did because what I grappled with at the time was not practicing hypnosis. It was how to get my name out there, how to advertise. Sure. And back in the day, it was all this four color printing and it was so expensive. And they say you have to do eight or 10 ads before anybody would notice you. And I hated to spend the money. And so I delayed myself a little bit that way. Um, but I had a lot of word of mouth. 
and it took off quite well. So uh, I was living in Queens in a town called College Point. And, uh, you know, I established an office right in my home, and, but it was tiny. Uh, and then we moved out to Long Island and I still practice from home. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a very nice setup. There's a private entrance and a waiting room, a separate restroom for them, and then my, my consulting office. Um, and then I did establish a, a wellness center in uh, 2009. Actually, 2007, the school became licensed in 2009. And uh, I did that for a while. So I had the two locations and very, very busy. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And you're, and you're absolutely right. It, it, it was very, uh, it was a lot more difficult um, in the early years on how to get your name out. And, and uh, word of mouth really is uh, um, one of the biggest factors. And even today, but electronic wise, the web, the, in, you know, the internet, social media, it's so much easier for the, yes. for people to get their name out and known. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, I, you know, typically my students are a lot younger than I am. And so they have all this techno savvy. I'm pretty good, pretty good. But um, I still am stumped occasionally when uh, figuring out how to spend money, you know. Uh, so uh, but I'm learning and and, uh, and I'm doing well. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. So the um, your your state licensed school, you became a certified instructor with the guild, and you started yeah. teaching the NGH hypnotism certification course. And you are um, you were the first uh, school in New York to be a licensed school, correct? Yes. Yes. And that and was quite the process. Yes, it's quite the process, and. Um, uh, I think my my um, my own concerns made it a, a worse made it worse than it needs it needed to be, and that's why, you know, as uh, somebody that does train the trainer, I'm also a certified master instructor, as you know, with the NGH, and I want to be able to teach my uh, the students that are becoming certified instructors the pros and cons of. Um, establishing a licensed school mm -hmm. and you know then they can you know uh, make a decision whether or not it seems right to them but I, I felt compelled to teach them that you know um, that there is that possibility for them as well so yes I, I became certified as an instructor in 2000 and then the school was established in 09 and uh, it's one of my favorite things I love uh, I love teaching the course. I'm proud, very proud of this course. And I've made so many friends. You know, typically I tell them, you'll never get rid of me, you know, once. <laughs> and they learned that I wasn't kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I really have met, you know, the finest people because I, I think that this kind of work draws the best of the best. When we want to find a way to help um, help our clients to you know, be their, you know, the best version of themselves. You know, people are struggling so much. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, so uh, whether they're uh, establishing a brand new career like I did, I, I switched careers in, uh, in, in 1993. 
and uh, or if they're already in the mental health field or medical field and they want to add a very powerful skill to their their scope of services. Now, do you find that a lot, Carol, is um, those who want to take trainings with you come from a different uh, mental health background? Absolutely. uh, Where they wanted to add a different tool to to what Mm -hmm. they already do? Mm -hmm. I think many of them find that in the course of their work with their patients at, 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 um, at a certain point, their, their patients may ask, I mean, are we ever going to do hypnosis or, you know, I think that would help me. And they realize, um, you know, they do the research and they realize, um, what a powerful tool it is and how it shortens, uh, the, the, the course of treatment from, you know, uh, years sometimes to just you know a a few months and i've heard many of them have told me that and many of them um a a a very recent student in my last class has decided she has a a a, a very um big practice she has multiple uh therapists working with her she owns the practice and she's going to go all hypnosis oh wow I know. And, you know, it's really amazing how um, how the, how hypnosis has become more accepted yes. mainstream and, and yeah. uh, over the years. I mean, I obviously you you started your practice in the early '90s, mm-hmm. um, and today you it's it's a total different um, feel when when you talk about hypnosis with somebody you know, even on the street or doing your elevator talk, yeah. you know, you talk about hypnosis and people are like, oh yeah, I know about hypnosis and mm-hmm. wow, yeah. my cousin did it. Or, you know, they now, somebody knows somebody who's done it and, and yeah. has been successful. Um, where in the early nineties, it, it was a little, it was a little more difficult to, mm-hmm. uh, for people to, to understand it. They, mm-hmm. you know, I, I remember telling people, oh, uh, you know, I, I work for the National Guild of Hypnotists and they say, oh, you're going to make me cluck like a chicken. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) that that was early on. But now they're like, oh, that's amazing. You know, my Mm -hmm. my uncle did this or, you know, my cousin went through hypnosis and and stopped smoking after 20 years. Yeah, Uh, it really has become more mainstream. It's it's very neat to see. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, because so many people are being helped with it. Uh, but that is true. Uh, now uh, everybody knows somebody. There's still a fair amount of clients over the course of each week that have never uh, been hypnotized before, but they're, you know, they've, they've researched it. There's a lot of good information out there. And, um, you know, they're, they're not worried that I'm going to make them empty their bank account and sign it all over to me or whatever they used to worry about you know sure so sure less and less people are concerned that it's going to be mind control or but there is also uh you know a bit of education that we do uh with every brand new client there there are always a few um misgivings or misunderstandings uh, and and so we we teach our uh, our hypnotists to be able to talk about it, you know, to um, allay any of their concerns. And, uh, but there are much, much fewer of them. And uh, over the course of, of these 30 years, um, my 
practice has evolved to working with so many more children. Now, in the past, people would be, oh, this is okay for me, but I'm not going to send my kid there, you know? That is absolutely not the case anymore. And that is where I get most of my uh, my clients that are, are children or teenagers is word of mouth. Yep. Um, you know, help with their sports, you know, their the different anxieties, social, you know, uh, anxieties and, and concerns that they have. Um, but I work with a lot of sports and it's so funny because I might be the least athletic person you ever <laughs> meet in, in your whole life. But, uh, you know, I say to them, you tell me about, you know, what, what your concerns are and what does your coach tell you you need to do? Where do you feel? You know, I have a little form for them. They fill out and I say, you'll educate me about your sport, but I'm an expert in hypnosis. So you're in good hands. And, you know, it's been, it's been great. And, uh, I, you know, I have great affection for children. And so uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to see so many of them every week. I see several kids. Oh, that's great. That's yeah, great. Love that. You know, work, working with kids is, is uh, yeah, as, as a wrestling coach and a hypnotist working with my wrestlers, um, I can I can see the change in them and, mm-hmm. and their parents can see the change in them. And Absolutely. of course, parents will will invest in, their, you know, making their their child happy and, and yep. being in a sport that, you know, in any sport that will build them up, they're going to invest in, in their child. And uh, and it's it's really neat because the your client and you're right, you don't need to know much about the sport as a hypnotist. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've worked with, uh, you know, competitive swimmers. Have I ever competitive swam? No. <laughs> but mm-hmm. they'll tell you everything that you need to know. They'll mm-hmm. tell you the terminology and, and that, uh, yes. where, where they need yeah. to get better. And, uh, yeah. you know, and, and also I like the fact that you said, you know, what does your coach tell you? Because mm-hmm. you, you pull in exactly what they need. Right. I, that's no. part of where I get the language. And, yeah. you know, uh, as I'm interviewing a child, I'll, I'll keep checking. I mean, is this the way you refer to this? Because I, I know it would be hard to listen to uh, in the uh, reinforcement recordings if if I get it wrong. So I make right. sure I don't get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun to see that taking place. And uh, for for the most part, isn't it that either they uh, they're not focused, you know, where they need to be? They're allowing themselves to be distracted, or they're afraid of getting hurt. Yeah, with with uh, a lot that I've worked with is is the uh, is happens to be the confidence factor. Uh, you know, yes. Um, when you build when you build their confidence up, it's it's like they're unstoppable. And, I know. Yeah, I've uh, I've refrained from, uh, you know, talking about what what their opponents. I've always focused on them. You know, they could be like, oh, I'm wrestling this kid next coach. Do you know do you know what and what they're good at? I don't know who they are. Just do your thing, even though I I know that kid's a five time state champion. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't want but to my wrestler them. doesn't, and my wrestler wrestles so much better because you know a lot of times you see them, uh, you see them lose before they actually compete. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, I'm going against Johnny, the five-time champion. I'm done." 
Yeah, uh, and, and it really you see them just get deflated. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, if you build them up and don't, you know, talk about their opponent, just say, hey, we work just as hard as Johnny. We've done this in reframing things. Uh, watching them go out there and compete is amazing because they wrestle a totally different person. And it's like, mm-hmm. wow, you know, yeah. If they yeah. just got that out of their minds. Yes. Confidence um, is everything. It really it, is. Yeah, it absolutely is. So, so yeah, I, I enjoy it. So working with kids that, that, that's really, uh, that's really a special day. I, I, I enjoy doing that. That's it's, good work to do um let's talk a little bit about the the long island chapter uh mm-hmm. the ngh long island chapter this is something that you had founded yes. and you were the president for 20 years 22 years <laughs> 22 years yes, 22 years yes and um and, and it, it is a big responsibility so uh you know i i i i, I kept at it for uh, a little bit longer than I wanted to because I wanted to be able to turn it over to the right person. And uh, so uh, the, the president right now uh, who's been voted in is Kelly Talixson. And uh, she's doing a great job too. You know, she's a very enthusiastic person and, uh, uh, you know, she, she's, she's doing her, um, her uh, chapter meetings online, but then she does schedule some in-person get-togethers as well too so um i feel good about you know that i handed it over to somebody that would care about it as much as i did right right yeah. uh, you did that you did that for many years and uh yeah. you know, and you've trained many people over the years um you know the the i know you've you're you're ngh board certified you're part of the order of braid council with one of the highest uh, accolades in the ngh um you're a recent recipient of the orman mcgill award at the ngh convention that i was honored to uh present to you um and uh so you've won many awards throughout the years it, you've been a faculty member at the ngh when's the first convention um you presented at for the ngh oh wow um you know i don't remember how many years i think what it was just a few years after i was certified um but i i'm sorry i don't remember the year and uh you know um and i i i my my first topic was um how to drive your clients away (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I, I, uh, and, and the way I described it was, you know, a humorous look at, you know, and, um, you know, uh, um, at, at what we do that drives our clients away, obviously, so that they won't do that. But then I thought a humorous look, now I have to be funny. And <clears throat> oh my gosh, that was really something, but everybody received me so well. And, uh, and that was the start, you know. Uh, talking about the things that we want to avoid doing that, you know, um, drive clients away. Sure. So that was the first. And that was, oh gosh, I, I think I, and just a couple of years after, just a couple of years after. Oh, it must have yeah. been uh, probably yeah. 94, 95, something mm-hmm. there. Um, that's that's excellent. And, and this year you're you're going to be presenting again could you tell us a little bit more about what you'll be presenting at this year's conference 
Absolutely. Well, I have two seminars and one workshop. I'm going to just read here for you. Uh, the first is, is a very popular topic and, and very important for some of our newer hypnotists to, to take, and that's uh, strategies that work when regression fails. You know, and it is easier than you think. Um, everyone faces that moment when they've done a, a, a very uh, effective uh, induction, and then they sort of say, okay, go ahead and be there now. And the, the client says, beware, I'm sitting here in your office. What are you talking <laughs> about? You know, and a new hypnotist just gets paralyzed when that sure. happens. And it happens to all of us. Uh, so that's what this seminar is about uh, to help you gain the skills to help those clients that find it difficult to let go for the regression mark um uh, trance deepeners that don't alert the client to what's uh what's happening they're not going to be aware that you're that that's what you're seeking to do and uh, also trusting themselves to be able to think on their feet to work confidently, even when uh, the client has some challenging reactions. Um, so, and then uh, if all fails for that client, because sometimes the, the subconscious mind does put up that stop sign and says, nope, we're not reviewing that. Um, how to save that client with a very powerful Ericksonian technique that uh, commits the, the, the uh, solution to dream work. And so when they leave, you know, they don't feel, oh, I wasn't able to do it. They, they know what the next step is. And so uh, that's been very, very successful for me. So I want them to know about that. And since I am, you know, somebody that, that does train the trainer work, um, I wanted to teach the pros and cons of operating a licensed school. Um, I, I, like I said, I established mine in 2009. It's state licensed private career school. That's what, and each state may have a different uh, uh, description of what that is, but I just want everybody to know it is doable. And that when your school is licensed by your state, they understand that the rigors of attaining that status. And it, it allows your school to be more trustworthy because the uh, the the uh, state protects the student, so um, it's it, you know uh, it's approved curriculum, and uh, you know uh, the truth of the matter is that the curriculum is is the NGH curriculum, um, but there's just that other stamp of approval that that makes it uh, a good idea, and so I'm going to teach you know uh, from my experience the pros and cons. And you know what you need to be, uh, what you need uh, to have uh, established before you go ahead and and submit that sure. um, that application, so that you know what's going to be uh, required. And what I would uh, ask of each participant in that seminar is that they go ahead and do a Google search, so that they'll have the uh, application with them. And we'll be able to go over some of those things. I think I'm pretty sure that New York is, is, is the toughest one of all because that's what New York is known for. And, uh, and I'm very certain I'll be able to be helpful to them, give them some guidance, oh, tell them what, what not yeah. to do, which Carol did do. <laughs> <laughs> 
So well, somebody's got to make the mistakes first, right? Right, exactly. I'm proud <laughs> to have done it. And then the last is the workshop uh, on how to organize a six-session anxiety relief program. Um, so this is going to be methodology that has enough flexibility to meet, you know, your client's varied needs. Um, we can have structure and um, flexibility, you know, all in the same session. And so it's going to give them a system so that uh, they'll know what to do. And so that they'll be certainly, uh, you know, as helpful as possible to their to their clients. So sometimes sure. uh, if, you know, if it's not put together in, in, a, in a structured format, um, uh, newer hypnotists are afraid to work with it and they needn't be. Yep. You know, yep. if you use these tried and true techniques, most of them come from our curriculum. Um, you know, you're going to do a, a great service to your client. You're going to be very helpful to them. So. And, and that's true. When you put it into some framework, yeah. uh, make it easier to work within, it does, it builds the hypnotist confidence in, in being able to do that type of work. Exactly. So I have all the, the questionnaires and all the forms and all the and all the scripts, uh, including one, uh, how to work without a script, which we very often need to do, uh, to learn to think on your feet and trust yourself. Yes. Excellent. You know, as long as you're there, your heart, you know, you're client-centered, you're there to, to be helpful to this person, you'll always do good work. Well, that sounds great, Carol. You, you have some... Uh... Uh, amazing courses coming up at the NGH convention. Why would you, what, what would you tell others uh, why to attend, why they should attend the NGH convention? Well, it's a, it's a very uh, effective way to continue your education, obviously. Um, you know, uh, it'll be my 25th or 26th uh session um excuse me convention and um even as late as last year i came home with all kinds of new tools and techniques i always do uh you know there's always a, another way to phrase something another way to to be helpful um and so i you know for that reason you know first and foremost but you know just as important to me is i have met so many friends and colleagues uh, that I see only at the convention. And so I really look forward to spending time with them and catching up. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it is the world's friendliest convention, just as it's reported to be. And you'll learn a lot. And anybody is wondering, should I, shouldn't I? I mean, I certainly tell all of my students they, they need to go. Um, I, I uh, was certified in May of 93, and I was right there in August, uh, you know, for the convention. I loved it. I learned a lot. And, you know, that, that, that goes on. And plus, it's, it's very special for me to be able to share what I know, you know. Well, and that's the thing. You're, you're now giving back, and you're, you are a mentor to, to many others in the profession, um and, and you're right uh it's almost like dr damon says it's like a family reunion when we get to the convention because we do get to see all of our old friends meet new friends right. uh, and the amount of information that you can learn at the conference is is amazing 
I don't think there's anything like it. I, I tell my students that the, 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 the most challenging thing at the convention is to look at everything that's offered in any given time slot and, and choose what you need. But you know there are ways that you can avail yourself of those things that you couldn't attend after. So, right, right with the, you know, uh, taping all of that. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I love it. Um, I have a good time every, every year and, uh, this will be no exception. I'm certain of that. <laughs> well, we're, we're looking really forward to it as well. And, uh, we can't wait to see you in August, Carol. Thank you for spending your time today with me and our okay. NGH members for the NGH podcast. And uh, we hope to see you all at the NGH convention. Thank you, Carol. Thank you for listening to the Hypnosis NGH podcast. You're welcome to share your ideas for future podcasts by emailing us, nghpodcast at ngh.net.